Tell me, though, what's his technique? That last strike, it seems invincible. Hello and welcome to Sons of the Dragon and sometimes Daughter of the Dragon. We don't really know. It's confusing. Anyway, we're an immortal on this podcast. Hooray. Yeah. My name is Connor. And I'm Rebecca. Yes, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> we're not used to recording together yet. <laughs> I'm back finally after being sick with a virus for a few weeks. So, as is usual, we are going to... Oh, actually... What we're going to do this uh, episode is we're finishing... Yes, that's right. We're finally finishing the classic Iron Fist run after... I feel like it's been like a year and a half since it we started covering like that, this. yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so that will be Marvel Team Up 63 and Marvel Team Up 64. So obviously if you don't want to get spoiled, may as well go read those now. But yes, anyway, let's talk about Iron Fist news. There's lots of it, probably. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what there is since I lost, uh, since I did it. Um, there's interviews about the TV show. Most of it's about the TV show now. Um, yeah. I don't know if we want to go too in depth into them because they, I, you know, they, they they have levels of spoiler and they all lie before the TV shows come out. They so they say anything yeah. in these interviews because they don't want to spoil bits and they. So there's lots of. You'll see a lot of headlines about dragons and uniforms and costumes and Colleen, because um, she's the female lead. Whatever else happens, she's definitely the female lead of the show. I don't know how much we should even read into them. A lot of it's very clickbaity from the comic book TV yeah. like news sites, so make of it what you will. I don't want to go too far into that as yeah. news, as actual news. Plus, we're this close to the show, so it's like, it's... It might be just better off instead of speculating, even though we're literally asking you to send us about emails about you speculating, um, <laughs> to just wait for the show to come out. But speaking of, yes, again, I request we haven't gotten any emails yet. It would be super good if people send us emails about what they, what their hopes are for the show and stuff. If they're worried about anything, and we will do an episode on that next week. So please send us mail, Sons of the Dragon podcast at gmail.com or just message us on Facebook or something or even message us on Twitter um, we will read it and yeah because next week we'll do I guess for people just getting in time let's do an episode of like you know uh, what we think covering, you need to know about Iron yeah Iron Fist's origin his character and you know obviously some stuff from Immortal and that because that's part of his uh mythos so the show will probably be drawing from that a fair bit as well i imagine so so. yeah now as is usual with this show i'm gonna go on a tangent oh wait 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 wait. before we do i have got one more piece of news from this morning um because emerald city comic-con is going on at the moment and apparently there's a marvel panel last night about sort of the future of marvel and Iron Fists was mentioned. And uh, they said that three issues of it are drawn and kind of basically in the can. 
like before it's even been solicited. So everyone, it still exists. It's happening. It's being mentioned at promotional tours. We just don't have a date for it yet. Um, the last Carrie Andrews said, I think, was summer. So we will see. I didn't but, even know that people were doubting it was going to come out. Well, because they announced the Ed Brisson Mike Perkins Iron Fist, people were like, are they really going to have two Iron Fist comics at the same time? Um, you betcha. Apparently, yes, is the answer. Um, unless the Ed Brisson one ends up being a short run and they go consecutively, but Iron Fist is still definitely on and was mentioned last night. So, yeah. that's the only other news. Right, tangent away, Connor. Yes. So, as usual, the show, we go on tangents about sometimes not related to Iron Fist, sometimes not even related to Marvel. We could be talking about Hellboy, Dread, DC, whatever. But I just want to talk about Logan. Spoiler free, because we usually talk about movies, comic book movies that come out, which are good. True. Um, spoiler free, it's good. Go see it. But if you're like me and you've been going to nearly every Hugh Jackman Wolverine X-Men release, you know, for X amount of years, get it? X amount of years. Uh-huh. <laughs> then it's going to be sad because it's the last one that he's doing, unless uh, Ryan Reynolds can persuade him to do a Deadpool movie, which the teaser for looks awful, by the way, but that's another thing entirely. I thought it just put looked horridly put together rather than awful. <sighs> Why is Stan Lee and all these Deadpool things? It's like, uh, the guy never even wrote an issue. Because he likes being in things. I don't know. Anyway, I thought, well, uh, Logan is amazing. Um, I didn't. Yeah. Ha- I mean, I've obviously followed Hugh Jackman. I mean, it was, what, 17 years? Easily, yeah. easily my adult life of film going there. And uh, I, I don't know. I just felt, I actually felt it was nice that he got a really, really good film to go out on. So, like, for yeah. all the sadness... It's like, you know, I haven't really enjoyed the last two standalone Wolverine films. So I, I thought it was nice to have that kind of something with a bit of gravitas as well. And I think, I love yeah. X-Men. I think everyone movies, knows, so, you know. I think everyone knows that the first Wolverine film was garbage. In fact, it's, it's sitting in a weird limbo where it's not actually canon. Yeah. But it kind of is referenced in this movie, but still, like, it's odd, but I mean, I actually really liked the second one in Japan. Well, I, Sydney, but it was the first thing it was Japan. It's better, but I still don't know if I'd say it was a good film. Uh, I thought I thought it was really good. I, like I was sold uh, from that opening where he's in the bunker. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But each to their own. Yeah, so. I didn't hate. I didn't hate it like I did the first one, which I kind of turned off after ten minutes the first time I watched it, <sighs> and then so went back to it person. afterwards because I thought I'd better watch it. I mean, I didn't see either of those ones in the cinema, but I did see. I mean, I the second one is definitely better, and it's a reasonable film. But this is a great film. I remember thinking that the second one he just kept reminding me of Alan Moore. Yeah. When he had like the big head of hair. Yeah. And but yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I like this better than the second one. But I still really like the second one. My only problem with the second one, yeah, I only have one problem with the second one, and that's pretty good for me, um, is the, you know, Silver Samurai robot thing going on at the end. I thought that was, yeah. uh, you know, not particularly great. But anyway, yeah, no, sad to see him go. Hugh Jackman's Wolverine got me into Wolverine comics. I read a lot of them. So. Go see it. Yeah. Support it. Yeah, go Give see it. Give it lots it. of it's money. Good. 
Yeah. Last time we talked about a movie this much was Batman v Superman. And we didn't end up doing that bonus episode about it just because the ultimate cut came out and it was, you know, decent. So I guess there wasn't as much to talk about. But no, I mean, people and still then... I think we got very behind on the Iron Fist stuff as well. Yeah, so. we also got behind on the Iron Fist stuff. We need to focus on that. But, I mean, if people still want that, you can mail us and we'll do it. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so, I guess we should move on to the issues. So, we're starting off with Marvel Team-Up 63 featuring Spider-Man and Iron Fist. The title of the story is called Night of the Dragon. And, yes, this is consistent. Now, I'm just double... Okay, yeah. There was, no, there was no preview for the next issue, from the last issue, it just said yeah. Finn, so... But, yeah, it, we have a really good cover. Yeah. Um, it looks... It, I, I say this for nearly every cover, but it looks Gil Kane-y, and a lot of the covers have been done by Gil Kane. So, I'm going to pull this up right now, and you can feel free to describe the cover okay. while I do this. Okay, we have Iron Fist on his knees... In the foreground. First thing you see. He's being held up by his collar by uh, the Steel Serpent, which who is named on the cover, because we have a text cover, which is cool. Um, so, And you can see the Steel Serpent logo on his chest. He's got a bit of an Iron Fist thing going on. You can see his fist glowing. Um, you've got Spider-Man swinging in from the side, saying, Steel Serpent, drop him, or I'll... And Steel Serpent saying, it's too late, Spider-Man, I've stolen Iron Fist's power, and now I'm taking his life. And in the background, you've got Misty getting out of her car with a big kind of halo of light around it, looking all and it, it looks like it's ready in for a, action. Yeah. It looks Guns like it's in a park. Oh, yes, sorry, there's trees really nice. around it, and it, it looks, looks like it's at night, because you've got the night sky behind it as well. Yeah, and I, I really, what I really like about this cover is how it kind of looks like Spider-Man's web is disintegrating. Around the, the fist, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Iron Fist that Davos is using. Um, but it also suffers from a bit of uh, one or two of these things is not like the other, where <laughs> Spider-Man and Misty look a bit out of place Yeah. in this cover. Cause Spider-Man, because he looks like he's being cut and paste into the cover. It almost and... does. It's like, it's like they, they added the team up later and just, quick, put him in. And Misty is just, like, in a car in the background in, like, you know, a bright red car with a red dress and in the middle of this park where it doesn't look like there's a road. So, but I still like the cover. And it might make sense because it uh, looks like there's three cover artists. There's Dave Cockrum, Frank... Oh, no. Gia... Oh, man, I'm so sorry. I hope I'm mispronouncing your name. I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, yeah as usual. And uh, Danny Crespi. So, it maybe like, you know, different... You know, they might have done different sections. That looks uh, about, yeah, probably. But yeah, we've already talked about Spider-Man in the last team up, but I'm going to talk about him again. Um, I like him. I like his uh, early Stanley stuff. I've read like the whole Stanley run. Uh, new stuff. I've, I've never really gotten into the stuff like beyond the seventies that much. You're such a seventies um, comic person. Me? Yeah. Well, not really. You like old um, comics. I do like older comics, but it's not... Like, with Spider-Man, you know, I never read the Venom saga. I never read the Clone saga. Uh, I never got through the Clone saga, but I like. I agree. I like Spider-Man as a character. He's one of the characters. He's one of the first comics I read was Spider-Man. It was Spider-Man X-Men. 
Um, and Fantastic Four was kind of the the bottom tier of the ones we read when we were kids. Yeah. So I, I feel like, like he's one the one he and the X Men are my kind of nostalgia comics, like the ones I really yeah. grew up with. Yeah, he's mine too. He's like my childhood comic yeah. as well. Um, but yeah, and like post one more day. Oh my god, what? Is, I'm still mad about that. There's still but some anyway, good stuff in there. So there is. You're right. There's the, just a lot yeah. of it. I mean. It's a prolific comic to follow Spider-Man, and then you've got all the ultimate stuff and Miles and what's happened to Peter since, and, you know, and I like... Ultimate Spider-Man is one of Bendis's only... I mean, he's done a few good things, but Ultimate Spider-Man's really good by... It ultimate, yeah, Bendis. it is one of his standout good ones, so... No, it's because his, like, teenage dialogue suits it, because they are actually teenagers, so... <laughs> not 40-year-old men. Uh... <laughs> It's, it was a nice, it was a nice reinvention of Spider-Man as well, and it worked, and it was, yeah. it was the right time for it. It all, yeah. it all came out well. And then that whole Ultimate Universe, which to the point was like streamlining everything and making it simpler, got even more convoluted. Then they killed like nearly everyone. So everyone, Miles and uh, maybe one other person. Wait, really? Everyone? Well, so. well, there were people who were escaped on the life raft, but. I'd not many of them. I don't know how many of them. Were. I think Miles is the only ultimate one. I'm not sure. I'd have to go back and read so, Secret Wars. So stupid. <sighs> I love it. What the fact that they all died? I love Secret Wars. Like you, you, yeah, I love it. Oh, that was in Secret Wars. Yeah, the recent oh. one. Yeah, it's really good. I still haven't read that. So. I really like it. So I, 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 a lot of love for Secret Wars. Um, I think unfortunately it gave Marvel, they had the opportunity to start over with a blank slate after it because everything was destroyed and being, and there's a reason why it got rebuilt. But they have an eight month gap where no one can remember what happened. So they could have started anything as new. And I feel they made a few mistakes in some of the new stuff they, they did where they didn't really capitalize on that. Um, but Secret Wars itself and the run-up to it, I think, is some of the finest stuff. Like, the fact that Hickman had two mm. years on Avengers running up to it, and all these characters got their end-of-days storylines of, like, the, what happened before the worlds all died, was actually something pretty ballsy, and I... Yeah, I have a lot of time for it. So. Okay. But cool. anyway... <laughs> Yeah, so last time Iron Fist and Spider-Man met, which was for the first time, they fought this weird 60s sci-fi villain who was like, uh, was he constantly going back in time or something? Yeah. Um, it was really weird, but it was awesome. Uh, Marvel Team Up 31. We we there. We'll, we'll, I'll link that episode in the show notes. That was a really awesome issue, despite the ice cream cone shenanigans mm-hmm. going on with Iron Fist collar. Yeah, well... His collar is a thing and of beauty. Iron Fist remembers it, but Spider-Man doesn't. But Spider-Man remembers because he recorded everything yeah. that happened. So, yeah. Right. I guess, um, so we get to the first page. Spidey and Iron Fist together. Chris Clement's the author, John Burns the artist, Dave Hunt's the inker, John Costanza is the letterer, Dave Hunt's the colorist, and Archie Gwynn's the editor. So this is essentially... Probably should mention this. Uh, this is the conclusion of the Iron Fist run, obviously, and the reason it's a team-up is because the main series got cancelled. Yeah. But 
they're lucky because the same team of writers and artists got to finish off the storyline in this Spider-Man team-up. And that's pretty lucky as far as comics go because there's a lot of times where things like this happen and they just don't ever finish the storyline. Yeah, it's, it's, it's something that Iron Fist fans can be very uh, very lucky that they actually got yeah. to finish this. And it finishes well. Like, no spoilers there. But, like, you know, it's it's a good run. And Spider-Man doesn't take too much out of it, you know. No. He's not really that out of place. He's there to sell the comics, and it's not yeah. obnoxious. Well, I mean, that was the whole Marvel team-up yeah. series, really. Spider-Man teaming up with various people. Yeah. So, yeah, we have a big splash page for the first page with Knight of the Dragon up the top. We have Iron Fist doing a flying sidekick directly towards us. In a camera, gym, whatever you want. Like. Yeah, in a gym. Sort of looks like Daredevil's gym. Yeah. Um, you are Iron Fist. And once upon a time, you are the living weapon, the final, uh, the finest martial artist in the fabled city of Kunlun and on Earth that has changed. It's been two years since he chose to leave Kunlun for Earth, and in that time, the fine edge of your skills has been blunted. You've neglected your training, the honing of mind and spirit that complements that of the body, and you've paid the price. And so you've played Hermit these past few weeks, pushing yourself hard, seeking to regain what's been lost. And that makes sense, because, you know, he was training hardcore for uh, ten years straight in Kunlun, and he's been a bit busy lately. And in the last couple of issues, when he's run into the Steel Serpent, he's not come out too well, so it makes sense that he'd yeah. be thinking about needing to fight better. Yeah, and he's too busy, like, eating potato salad and fighting people like the boomerang. Um, <laughs> yeah. But well, he sure. hasn't exactly been a pusher over the past two issues. You know, he's taken on the X-Men, he's taken on Sabretooth. Yeah, but he, uh, but, it, but he's come out badly from the actual martial arts fights. Yeah. Actually, going back to a previous tangent, uh, the, the one good thing to come out of that first Wolverine movie was Sabretooth. Yeah. And I think it's a bit of a shame they didn't use him again. Apparently they were going to for this, but then didn't. Yeah, it would have been nice, but... Well, whatever. It's over now. Anyway, uh, yeah, so it's a great first page. Classic John Byrne. Mm-hmm. Uh, just looks good. You know, Iron Fist's very extremely chiseled jaw right there. <laughs> feel like you could, you know, crack marbles on that jaw. Yeah, he's, uh, he's doing pretty well with his uh, fighting skills. Yeah, so in he's just, full costume, a, of course. Yes, he's in full costume. Probably should mention that. Yeah. So yeah, he's just uh, for the next few panels, he's just uh, in a monologuing. Uh, you know, he's just training, doing different techniques. You know, palm strikes, sidekicks, acrobatics. Uh, and he's you know he's remarking how he's he's a good attack, but he's still a hair off in timing, which is no problem against, you know, most supervillains or a normal foe, but against a supreme martial artist, that hair is the difference between life and death. And, and it's the first time he gives a hint that he might know who it is. Like, really. Yeah, like he, although he, he makes a pretty good guess. A yeah. Of a, yeah. <laughs> but this one, he's really like, oh, then he's going to be really dangerous, and like, but we used to be friends, why is he after me, kind of thing. So we're getting a bit more in-depth about who it is. Yeah, yeah. If he thinks he knows who it is, is like probably the most dangerous person he'll ever face. Uh, which makes you think, like, do they think the readers thought what he was thinking? 
because I didn't. I well, yeah, I didn't either. But um, um, so I guess that's why this was needed. Um, but yeah, he's just. Yeah. He's <laughs> saying like his mom. Sorry, go on. No, I was just going to let, and then of course he starts thinking about Misty again. <laughs> yeah, he's just you know mind going in circles. I should stop thinking about it. And then he starts thinking about Misty, but she's still on assignment. And Colleen wings out of town. So he's like, well, wait a minute, I must be losing my grip. If Colleen can't come to me, I'll go to Bing Bong. And he started, huh? he started sweating by now, so he's really working yeah. up. The front door rings, and he's confused. And he goes upstairs to grab a change of clothes, while outside we have Peter Parker, who, as usual, needs to pay rent, because he just won't rob one measly bank. How much did you you laugh that Peter's in Iron Fist colours? You know, I didn't even notice until now. Yeah, (laughs) it's brilliant. He's wearing a a yellow shirt and a green jacket. I mean, is that deliberate? It's hard to imagine it's not, because, Mm. I mean, you know, you'd assume... I mean, they're quite bright, and they're not Spider-Man colours. Like, there's no red there. Um, He's got blue jeans on, but that's kind of a given. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I you go straight from Iron Fist wearing his like mostly green with yellow down the middle for the collar, and you go yeah. straight to a panel of Peter wearing a green jacket with a yellow shirt down the middle. I imagine I it's a nod. Peter starts wearing yellow slippers. Then we'll know. Yes. But so uh, Peter has been hired to do a. Uh, I'll mention that Peter's still being drawn like house style. Spider-Man still being drawn house style, you know, the old uh, Steve Dicto and then John Romita style of Peter and Spider-Man, which I think is still the best I like it. style. Yeah. Um, although I understand people are partial to John Romita Jr.'s and uh, what's that guy's name? How am I forgetting? Todd McFarlane. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, so Peter's been hired to do a spread on the Rand house, like a photo spread. So... I mean, we know at this point Rand's gotten his company back to an extent, yeah. Uh, because he could, he has like a lot of sway there and stuff. Some, you know, I'm guessing he hasn't taken it from Joy because it is Rand Meacham Inc. Yeah. Well, doesn't she? She um, she's running it, but he's getting X amount of the profit. Isn't that the deal? Yeah, they, they haven't do? really gone into it. Yeah, I think they, there's like one sentence of something like, you know, you'll get this percent and you just keep running it, Joy, because I don't know anything about business, which is, as we know, true. Because I don't, because yeah, I remember that that whole Chaka two-parter, mm-hmm. and you know they're in the office discussing, you know how he can get some of his business back, and then it just, you know Chaka crashes in, and it just never really touches on it again until we ran into Jean Grey, and yeah. Iron Fist is like, oh, we'll take care of the damages because this building is owned by Ramichim, so maybe you're right, maybe there was a line there, but I, I just, I can't. Not, it's uh, been a while since I've read the the whole. Joy I'm pretty sure it's thing, a... in Power Man and Locade. Uh, oh, Man, yeah, sure it, it, might be cu- it might be coming up, you're right, but um, there's definitely something about how he's terrible at business, so she might as well keep running the business. Yeah, I guess all we need to know for now is he does have his company back. Yeah, he's much, got the money, like, he's and, obviously, and, he's, and he's got the Rand He's not the boss, because yeah. it's Rand Nietzsche and Mink, you know. Yeah, so. and he's got anyway, other Danny's things to do. A pub- well-known public figure, obviously, at this point. Because you know, uh, they, they again they didn't really touch on it, but you would assume since he came back after being missing for ten years, yeah, he got and, a lot of publicity. You know, yeah. There's a photo spread on his mansion, 
that yeah. And uh, Peter's look, Peter, which is what caught my eye. Peter's holding this weird, funky scroll. Yeah. And uh, you know, Peter gives it to Danny, saying it was uh, stuck on his door. And I'll point out that neither of them have any idea of their identities. Yeah. Like other identities. Um. So yeah, Danny opens the flyer. He reads it. And it says, Daniel Rankai called Iron Fist. Under the laws and traditions of Kunlun, I challenge you to single combat unto death. Signed, Steel Serpent. Why the false name? Is he afraid to, is he afraid, ashamed to face me as himself? The name doesn't matter, young dragon. Only the man who's ambushed you twice and beaten you both times. Um, so it's like a little flashback of... It looks like they're having a waltz. But you can see <laughs> that the, it's the bit where uh still serpent is sucking the chi out of danny but it you yeah. know you know each time we've commented on them embracing when this light kind of spews out yeah. of them well this time it's kind of red light so it's it's it looks yeah. much more dramatic than when it was the white light um but they actually and do look like they're waltzing which is kind of also sweet. like a loving look on his face still it, it, it just they they look as it, it I, I would guarantee the reference picture for that was two people dancing ballroom style because wow. they are they are literally like Danny's got his hands on his shoulder, Dav, um, <laughs> Davos got his hand round his back. So like regardless of how they're looking at each other, the the hold is definitely very much that rather than a sort of manly hug. But it's you know it's just supposed to be a little flashback. Yeah. So. Danny remarks that the way he drains his chi and life force is sort of like a vampire draining blood. And uh, he's remarking, if he refuses the challenge, he'll be branded a coward. But if he accepts, he may die. I mean, duh. (laughs) 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 Mr. Parker, I'm sorry, I just remembered another appointment. A duel to the... I mean, no, he doesn't say that. Uh, He has to postpone their session. He scrunches up the parchment, and Peter's like, is there anything wrong? If there is, I'd like to help. And, you know, it's like, no, it's fine. Peter's like, all right, call me Pete. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we have the classic shot of, uh, you know, the half Spider-Man face with the spider sense tingling. Yeah. And then Peter's Pete's face. running up the outside of the townhouse. Yep. And he's Stripping like, yes, as he goes. He knows something's wrong because yeah. when Danny heard that apartment, it looked like he'd just been hit by a brick. How eloquent. Yeah. And, yeah, the sudden appointment was too convenient to be true. And, you know, I mean, all this is pretty obvious, Peter, but I guess you're pretty nosy, so. Yeah, I mean, but Peter is pretty nosy. Um, And he's saying, oh, you know, Danny moves like a trained athlete and his hands are rough and callous like a fighter's. This could be nothing, in which case I'm wasting both, I'm wasting both a Spidey Tracer and my time. And he throws a Spidey Tracer onto the back door of the cab that Danny's getting into. And uh, off he swings a spidey. And he's like, you know, I'm referring this kid's to Danny as a kid, yeah. which bless well, him. I know Danny's only supposed to be like, uh, well, they say two years since he got back from Conlon. He's 21. twenty-one now. Yeah, but I can't I imagine the... Peter's much older. Yeah, it's always weird with his age because he, he he's obviously age he's a like. Lot. This is 1970s. Yeah, so. but if he needs to pay rent, I guess he is probably early 20s by then. Yeah, he'd be early 20s. Yeah. 
Um, but it's still, I mean, like, it's still, like, I, I, th- I usually think there's going to be more of a gap before you start referring to people as kids. Yeah. But, hey, it's cute. <sighs> so we go to an interlude. Oh, don't sigh like that. We're going to find out what Misty's up to. It's important. I don't care what Misty's up to. This is cool. Uh. This, this, is, this plays into Power Man and Iron Fist, so we need to know. And Misty's Ooh, on a... yay. All right, chill. I'll do it very quickly for you. Mrs. No, no, no. You go, you go nuts. I'll just think the, happy thoughts while you're doing. Interlude. The west bank of the Hudson River, an exclusive yacht basin in the shadow of the Jersey Palisades. And there's some like some women talking on a boat, and then you go in, inside the boat, and they're talking about the oh, they're pointing out Bushmaster's yacht, and they say it's going to be the party of the year. Anyone who's anyone's going to be there. And another woman's like going. Oh, isn't he supposed to be a criminal? Oh no, my hair. Because that's all we <laughs> women talk about. Then you go yep. inside Bushmaster's yacht. It all looks very Trump-esque. Lots of gold and flashy furniture. Misty's there in a nice white dress. Um, Bushmaster's sitting across from her. Somebody comes in and says, Bushmaster, it's almost time. Um, and he's like, oh, just give me a moment, Maya, because that's her undercover name, Maya Corday. Um, and, you know, he's talking on the phone with this guy called Shreve. Then Misty comes over and says, what's doing, lover? And he's like, a business matter, <laughs> the elimination of a potential threat, a superhero named Iron Fist. And Misty's like, Iron Fist? I hear he's pretty tough customer. Uh, and Bushmaster's like, so's the man who's after him. Uh, for purely personal reasons, um, it seems that Iron Fist bet death is going to benefit me. Uh, Misty, who is obviously very in love with Iron Fist, picks up Bushmaster and like blows her cover. completely blows her cover for her, like whacks him. He goes flying across the room. He's like, "Have you gone mad?" Um, she's like, "Not in the way you mean." But if I get mad, you're gonna be dead. And he's like, "A joke's a joke, Maya." She's got a bionic arm holding him up by the neck. Um, and she's like, "It's no joke." When's the hit play, uh, planned and when? Uh, where and when? Um, and Bushmaster finally gets it and says, oh, he means something to you, this Iron Fist. Um, and he's like, all right, all right, but it's too late. It's set for Inwood Park, and it goes down now. And then his goons are sort of talking about Maya choking the boss. They tell her to let him go. She throws him at them. Um, she whacks a goon in the throat. And he's like, where are you going? And she's like, I'm getting off my office tub. There's nobody aboard who's going to stop me. Um, she even her little inner monologue is talking about using the full strength strength of her bionic arm, and she runs off the boat basically, and she goes, "It's bad enough you're blowing your cover." Um, jumps on a little speedboat and zooms off. Um, no more play acting, no more lies. Michael Day's finished. I'm Misty Knight again, for better or worse. I'm myself. And Bushmaster's just at the railings going, she's out, um, one of his goons is saying, well, she's out of our reach now. And he's like, well, for now, says Bushmaster, put out the word, I want that woman found, and whatever the cost, I want her dead. So things have just got a lot more dangerous for Misty. But, you know, she's got to save the man she loves. I feel bad for Blake Tower. (laughs) It's like this operation they spent ages doing and like ages looking for someone finally happens and she just like completely blows it. I promise you it will all work out alright, Connor. Bushmaster will get his. Lucky for Blake Tower. Lucky for Blake Tower. 
But you know, it's tough being a civilian in a superhero world. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so meanwhile, across the river, Spidey's caught up with the cab. Did he ever like not? Did he ever lose the cab though? Uh, no, but he says it got away with him. It got away from him because there weren't there were two. There were. Oh uh, yeah, it got a, yeah. He actually there like, were tall buildings up there, so it was like almost impossible to swing. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's that's something I remember, you don't often see. I remember this is like one of the best cases of shared universe ever. There was yeah. an old Spider-Man issue in the 30s, like, not in the 1930s, but, like, it was, like, uh, the issue number was in the 30s, and uh, basically there was, like, a new Vulture. Yeah. It was, like, way tougher than the old Vulture, and there were two Vultures fighting, and he had this really bad cold, and it was snowing. He's like, oh, man, if I go out there, I'm going to get stomped, so I have a cold. Yeah. And he goes, maybe I should call Daredevil. <laughs> he just, like, <laughs> picks up the phone. He's like, No. What kind of thing is that? I'll just do it myself. Then he goes out and nearly dies, and I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Because you always <laughs> wonder why they don't do things like that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, dead everyone speed dial now, do you? And it's yeah, like, well, hey, man, I have a cold. Can you take care of, like, yeah. jacked-up vulture for me and the other vulture? Yeah. I guess it's part of the problem of, like, everyone being in New York. Yeah, exactly. You kind of That's... always wonder why aren't you all calling each other. The Avengers is there. And, like, which makes me just... Uh, look, okay, I... I know I don't like teams in general, but I especially don't like the Avengers because... Uh, like, obviously, because I read a lot of, like, street-level comics and stuff, so whenever they appear, they always seem really high and mighty and all, like, the problems are beneath us and stuff because they're, like, in New York City. Yeah. The Avengers. Why is New York not free of crime? <laughs> Well, you could say that no, about the street-level characters as well. I mean, like, really, there's enough of them to stop crime. That's and that's true. why, I mean, that's why Daredevil kind of loses it at some point, isn't it? I mean, really. and does it Well, because, little... well, Daredevil does stop. De- like, they, yeah, exactly. I think it's at the end of, um, uh, near Shadowland. Yeah, it's just before, but before Shadowland, it, isn't it? But he points out, like, he points to the Hell's Kitchen of nowadays, which is, like, gentrified. He's like, you know, Daredevil has made a difference, he just can't see it. Um, which still doesn't make that much sense, considering the amount of people, like, you know... Like, Hell's Kitchen must be that good if, you know, Matt Murdock's fighting a hundred Yakuza on the street, but... Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, it's just like... I feel like the Avengers should be based somewhere else, like in space, like that other team, which they totally didn't rip off. Um, yeah. Which one? The Ultimates? Justice League. Oh, those! I didn't know they were set in, I didn't know they were based in space. Don't don't hate me. Well, they they weren't always based in space. But they've been based in space for a while now. They have this big space station called the Watchtower. Right. Oh. So okay. they can. Like, I didn't know that was set in space. Everything. I have heard of the Watchtower. That makes sense. Yeah. Now they used to be in um like a Justice Hall thingy. Um, but anyway, I'm not into Justice League either. So <laughs> there you go. So Spidey's caught well, up for the cab. Let's go back to this. Yep. Uh, he asked the cab driver where the Robbie Redford type has gone. Um, <laughs> the cab driver says he let him off by the park. And off Spider-Man goes. Um, <clears throat> we cut to the park at night, obviously at night. Um, <laughs> it's all very moonlit. Um, Danny walking in from the background... 
saying, like, looking for where Steel Serpent said he's going to meet. Um, Danny's commenting, it's not a very nice park, it's not like Central Park. You can't, you're like, it's, there's lots of beer cans and broken bottles. <laughs> and, uh, he says, Thunderer, I accept your challenge. And, uh. So, I'm yeah. gonna go back to Robbie Redford. Yeah. I just found the perfect iron for casting. <laughs> <laughs> like, he looks exactly like him. He even he wears does. the same he's clothes. Draw- he's drawn exactly like Robert Redford as a young man. See, I never even noticed this. I'll put it in the show notes and on the page because this is amazing. Okay. Uh, but anyway, yes, uh, back to the thing. Uh, and then, no need to shout, boy. I'm over here. But you're not the founder. Yeah. Bless him. So Danny. Danny, not very with it here. Oh, I can't. Uh, I mean, I, I, at one thing, I can't blame him, but the other thing, it's like, Thunder really just, like, do a flying kick to the back of his head while he's not walking. I mean, like, does he really think his mentor? And, like, I, I don't know. I know I, he knows that his uncle is, like, a bit of a shit heel. Now. Yeah, no, and, and I... I well, yeah, completely. Well, does he... That, no, that's in Power Man and Iron Fist. No, no, they found out earlier. Um, Did they? With the whole Master Khan thing, remember? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but he finds... Yeah. But, I mean, I get it. He says, the next thing Danny says is the fighting style was Lei Kung. So that's why he thinks it's him. Yeah. But I don't know why he thought Lei Kung would use a steel serpent. But who knows? Um, maybe he just thought he was using an alias. But anyway, yeah. the steel serpent comes up and says, why shouldn't my style mimic the thunderers? Lei Kung is my father. Do, do, do. Bum, bum, bum. Your father and my... That's impossible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your father and UT, the August personage in Jade, drove me from Kunlun just before you were born. So this is why... Daddy I love how they're up. still, like, really formal with the titles and stuff. I know, yeah. Like, whenever they say UT, it's like the Always say, August yeah. personage in Jade. Yeah, so um, I really like it. Tonight I'm going to pay them back by taking your life, and that's what that's what's most precious to me in the world. She's mine by right, the Iron Fist. So there's your first uh, hint as what... what uh, Steel Serpent, a.k.a. Yeah. Davos, we may as well officially yeah. say that they are one and the same. Uh, and this guy's after. been lurking around since the start of uh, Chris Claremont and John Burns' time yeah. on the title. Say so do like a bow to each other. And I have no quarrel with you, Steel Serpent. It's too late for that, boy. Your fate was sealed the day you were born. Perhaps, but if you want me dead, it'll take more than words to do it. Can you just imagine like a really bad dub? Yeah. Over their voices. Yeah, absolutely. But also, like, I mean, how old do you think that makes Davos? Um, well, he, because he, I think there's, I think that's he's pretty much the well, same age as Wendell. Yeah, because I'm sure in Immortal Iron Fist is he portrayed younger. I don't know. I um, always, I think they may it's something to look after, out for. In both Immortal and this, uh, they're both portrayed as being as the same Wendell. age as each other. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. In a yeah, we'll, we'll get to it more, I guess, when we get yeah. to the uh, flashback. Yeah. But yes, uh, I believe Davos is pretty much, yeah, just old enough to be... Yeah, he's he's as old as Wendell, which brings in a lot of... Uh, because this is obviously way down the track, but Living Weapon, when you find out what the robot is, it makes yeah. Steel Surface's yeah. role really interesting, and I wish it kind of explored it a bit more. Yeah. Um, but maybe later. I might ask him about that, actually. Mr. Andrews, uh... He might tell you to wait till Iron Fists. 
So she tell me to fob off as usual. <laughs> well, like I said, like with all these things, no one's very good at answering questions in advance that they might be wanting to answer. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't hurt in asking them, though. It's no, not like no. It's stupid questions like, are you going to wear the costume? Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, but then again, like, it's, I, I imagine if you have to interview anybody to do with Iron Fist right now, let's like, say we were interviewing them, what would you even ask them? Because you know they can't answer you on most of the... Oh, you'd, you'd ask them, obviously, about influences and stuff like that. Um, yeah, have you read the comic? Because they get asked that all the time. Will you wear the costume? Well, that's a fair have enough you seen question, a dragon? Right? Have you seen a dragon? <laughs> what? <laughs> have you seen... No, have you? I saw one down the street the other day. Yeah, that's what I was asking. Like, oh, no, I saw they asked him in the in this, the most recent interview, they asked him about the tattoo and how long it took to put on. He said it's just a lick and stick one. He goes, like, those ones you used oh. to get out of bubblegum wrappers. <laughs> and I was like, oh, God, I wish, they, I, I wish I didn't know that in some ways, but it did make me laugh. So he was like, yeah, it's yeah. yeah. Hey, back to the big fight. Yep. But they do both bow to each other, so they're both obeying. The oh yeah, they're, they're they're both you know obeying the rules. Um, the devil's devil turns into like a every every time he pro- appears, he just gets progressively like becomes more of a heel <laughs> every time he shows up. Um, so this is probably him at his best, really, which is not saying much, I guess. Um, I quite like him in Immortal Iron Fist, so also. Oh yeah, and then he. Just, yeah. What does he do after Immortal Iron Fist? Yeah, okay. <laughs> but before, during Immortal Iron Fist is my... Yeah. yeah. That's when he's at his best, I'd say. But it's, he's still being politely hateful. <laughs> kicks, yeah. kicks Danny in the face. Yeah, no, the first move of the fight, he's full kicks Danny in the face, which is great. Um, it's a front kick to the face, both his hands are chambered. And Danny's tried to do like this awkward lunch punch, and it just hasn't worked for him at all. Um, Danny proceeds to headbutt him. And, uh, you know, first move, a Koshi ball of foot kick to the jaw. And, you know, they're both, they're both in a monologuing and stuff. He's hitting like a sledgehammer, blah, 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 blah. Uh, you know, Danny proceeds to give him the old Brooklyn headbutt. Nah, that's not right. He punches him in the chest, uh, but catches and headbutts him. With him. His, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, Danny and then, then makes cops a bomb strike for the I suppose Spider-Man would say that move is really using my head. And he oh. gets... Palm striked in the face for that. Yeah, so. as it deserves. Iron Fist, you, it, I think it's actually a, is a running joke in, in Iron Fist, or like you certainly see it in other comics, that he's not very good at quips. Yeah. He's so, not. um, he's not. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Davos remarks that, uh, Iron Fist has improved some since their last encounter. He's like, I am glad that will make this victory worth the winning. Ha ha ha. Man, I want this, like, done. It'd be amazing. But, uh, you know, Danny's like, no more banter, young dragon. No more distractions, kind of falling. He, he does, like, this, uh... I don't does, know uh, how to describe kick. that, but, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a hook kick, but okay. he's, like, um... Yeah, he's looks like he's nearly falling over doing it. But <laughs> it looks good. And it's just a big cack, and it kind of looks like he's just... Uh... Like destroy Davos's head. Yeah, because the <laughs> it's just like this. One it looks like it's broken his neck, but it isn't. Yeah. Um, but he does say he's the best martial artist he's faced since Shang Chi, except Shang Chi. Save Shang Chi. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I haven't read. There's a Deadly Hands of Kung Fu omnibus out right now, which I should probably pick up because a like Pam and Iron Fist. That's going to be a pretty good place to go for uh, backup episodes. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and B, like, I haven't read any of the Iron Fist stuff in those. I haven't for a very long time, so I'd be up for that. Well, I've read, I've read a couple of them, I think, but yeah, no, so there's, there is a chunk of history kind of missing there. Like, I think I was talking about this with you a couple of weeks ago, how the origins of Shulu the Undying, you know, the dragon mm-hmm. that Danny fights is in Deadly Hands of Kung Fu. Yeah. Um, that's not in an Iron Fist coming, that's in Deadly Hands of Kung Fu, so that, that might be worth covering at some yeah. point. Uh, and actually that involves a guy called Steel Serpent as well. Not yeah. the same one, but yeah. So, basic. actually I'll give a quick one down for now, because people are probably curious. Basically with Shallow the Undying, uh, you know, that there was, because uh, there was like the Dragon Kings, I don't know, but there was a bunch of dragons, and one of them went berserk, which is Shallow, and tried to attack uh, the UT, the older UT, not the current one. And Steel Serpent killed it, and ripped out its heart, and then he got banished from Kumblin for that. And he got taken out in the modern day by Shang-Chi and Iron Fist, I think. And But basically, they the way they preserved Shilu's life was, you know, they set up his heart in the cave and locked him in there. That's a very brief thing, and I'm sure I got a couple of details wrong, but that's the rough origin of Shilu the Undying that was in Deadly Hands of Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Does that sound about right to you? Yep. Awesome. Makes cool. me look forward to reading it again. Yeah. Um, back to the fight. And there's a nice little caption box here. There is an unreal, nightmarish beauty to the scene. Two men, possibly the best of their kind who, kind who ever lived, bobbing and weaving in the silence of summer night. There is a power in them and an inhuman grace that is both frightening and awesome. Um, and, uh, Davos delivers a roundhouse kick to Iron Fist's mink section. Wham! And Iron Fist looks like he's had the wind knocked out of him there. Around the glade, the small inner city forest seems to hold its breath, as if sensing that one of these men will die tonight. The moves blend into the other, the, oh god, Ushi Rogeri, back kick, yeah. into roundhouse kick, into flying roundhouse, all coming so fast it's impossible to tell them apart. Um, then Danny's like, we're evenly matched, only way this can end is if one of us makes a fatal mistake. Cue Spider-Man. <laughs> up in a tree, <laughs> setting up his camera. Yeah, looks like I just hit pay dirt. I followed Danny around into Inwood Park, and what do I find? A pile of Danny's clothes and Iron Fist duking it out with some refugee from Enter the Dragon. And this sure doesn't look like a friendly fight either, which is my cue to get involved. But first, leave us not forget our trusty automatic camera. Spidey and Kung Fu, when Jonas sees these pigs, boy will he pop his gourd. <laughs> and uh Peter's remarking better get his act together quick Twinkle Toes saved my butt when I was captured by Drom the Backwards Man oh my god what a fantastic name for a villain like yeah. where are the Droms of today we need more Drom and Drom the Backwards Man Drom the Forwards Man Drom verse when sideways yeah, man forwards yeah. man diagonal man yeah you know the uh circular man he's like the boss and, yeah, I should write for Marvel. <laughs> Drum verse. You heard it here first, folks. Anyway, uh, and Spider-Man's like, you know, this might be a chance to return the favour or ruin everything. He doesn't say that, but that's what I'm thinking. So, yeah. He swings And uh, the little footnote says that Spidey remembers what happened because of the tape, and Iron Fist just remembers. Um, 
Yeah, so Spider-Man swings in the middle of this fight as Davos is punching Danny in the chest while Danny was, like, leaping around. Uh, you're a credit to my father's teachings, Iron Fist, but you fight for a lost cause because this is a death duel and murder just isn't in your heart. What? Spider-Man. That's the name Bunky swinging out of the blue western sky, all set to save the day and... <laughs> get, get, get myself, myself into a whole lot of trouble. Hey, let go of my foot. <laughs> that was basically grass him out the air. <laughs> he just grabs his foot and throws him into, like, um, Danny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's just tossing him, and Spider-Man's like, hey, this guy's tossing me around like a feather. Um, Davos doesn't have super strength, but he obviously has, you know, like, the whole judo, using the opponent's body weight against them and stuff. And Spider-Man's um, swinging, so there's a fair amount of momentum coming into it. Yeah. So he's just basically turning him round to whack him into Iron Fist. And I love this line here as well. Fool, you should have left well enough alone. Until this moment, Iron Fist had a chance. But with you as an ally, he is finished. <laughs> <laughs> it describes so many of uh, Spider-Man's adventures. Yeah. And uh, Spider-Man's like, Scarface is using me like a baseball bat. And <laughs> he just swings him right into Iron Fist. And then Spider-Man lands into a tree Yeah. in the background. <laughs> that sound effect, Crom. Crom. Like, Fully because they've just said drum. <laughs> yeah. Blasted Spider-Man. Why'd you have to interfere? Now Danny looks a lot worse than he did before yeah. after he got hit by He's the definitely looking uh, a bit ripped up and uh, bloody. Yeah. He was a friend, Steel Serpent, and if you've heard him, I'll make you pay kind for kind. Our duel has gone on long enough, and now I'm going to end it. And then Davos just blocks his punch. And you're right in the way here. Excellent, he faints a Mawashi Zuki roundhouse strike. I parry easily, but the parry sets me up for a thunder punch. Um, yeah, a pity the punch will never land, because for one split instant, Arifus has left himself open and vulnerable. So, Davos has put him in another bear hug. Yep. This one and less Danny's romantic like, looking. Then he's like, oh crap, he realises what he's doing. Yeah. Um... Do you feel my power, little man? Tearing your body and soul back by the raging fury of my undying hatred. I already used that line. It's <laughs> awesome. I think you might need it a lot. Uh, yeah. Um, so Davos is like, yep, this time I'm doing it for real. I'm going to take the whole, all of your chi. Uh, and Spider-Man wakes up and he's like, well, kids, who turned on the lights? And there's just huge, bright, just light in the park. Um... Spider-Man can't even see through it. Uh, and the light, as brilliant as a small sun, lasts but a few moments more, and then sh- the biggest shakao ever is... Uh, I can yeah. imagine Chris Clement getting really excited, and he's like, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's amazing. It is amazing, <laughs> though. You see Danny falling backwards. You see yeah. the Chi leaving his brand and going into Steel Serpent's. Um, and Steel Serpent's got this huge, powerful pose, like both his hands are glowing. Like glowing red. Um, yeah. We haven't described Steel Serpent's outfit. No, it's a little bit like Danny's, but instead of green and yellow, it's blue and white. Instead of the yeah. belt being tied at the side, it's got a much, it's a much wider belt, and it's green. Um, yeah, green patterns. sash. Yeah, green sash. Sorry, belt sash, whatever. There's a much wider sash, um, and it's 
it the drop down bit on that comes down the front and looks yeah, more there's like not, sort of it isn't sumo, like a almost sumo style it isn't like a v uh whereas collar is just like yeah splits down the sides shows the his chest on the he has a big collar but it's not as pointy as iron fist yeah and it's white and, and he has a green blue yeah, he's got a green head bandana on, and there's like a scar, a scar over one of his eyes. Hence the scar face thing. No, oh, and he's really angry all the time. All the time. Yeah. And Spider-Man's like, "What's going on here? Iron Fist?" And that was just like, "I have destroyed him. I am Steel Servant, human, a true son of Kunlun. Where this boy he was no more than a half breed, and the power of Shaolin the Undying." The power of the Iron Fist is finally mine, yet the half-breed still lives. So long as he does, he is a threat. Therefore, he must die, the first to fall before my Iron Fist. And then he's like, oh no, a car. He's <laughs> 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 like this really awesome, powerful speech, and he just looks awesome, and then like a car, and he just looks horrified uh, that there's a car behind him. <laughs> and then they get misty, saying it's been a hard drive up from Hogarth's Midtown Penthouse. Uh, I'm actually not saying it. This is the the caption. Misty Knight's yeah, made the yeah, trip yeah. in record time. She's haunted by the fear that it's all been for nothing and she'll arrive too late. She gets out of the car and says, freeze. And then looks at how bad Danny looks and gets very upset and says, put Iron Fist down, Buster, and then back away. No. <laughs> <laughs> Like, don't think you can scare me with your gun. Even without the power of the iron fist, I have the skill to evade your bullets or snatch them out of the air. Go home to your cooking woman. This is a duel between warriors. You have no place here. Which is very, uh, Kunlun attitude towards women. A very Kunlun right attitude. Which was covered way back in Iron Fist 3. Yeah. Maybe. Yep. And then she's no, Iron like, Fist 2, sorry. And she's like, my place is with my man. And as for the gun, who said it fired bullets? Uh, put Iron Fist down or get out of here or I'll burn you like a rock. And it does seem... Is it like a laser that's coming out of it? It's like an explosion laser. Yeah, I don't, it's know. Not, yeah, I don't know what it is, but there's um a clear light to where it's breaking some rocks up. I'll burn you like I did that rock. Let him go. Davos says, as you wish. Drops Danny. I don't need him anymore now I've got his chi. He's not even worth killing. And off he wanders into the night. And, He's like, farewell, I'll meet you again. Yeah. All the night's out, because you aren't, neither you or I just live to see the dawn. And Spider-Man shows up, and he's like, oh, I'm here. <laughs> he's like, man, he goes, man, that's never, that's someone I never want to meet again. <laughs> Can't blame him, Leaves. Iron Fist, you're okay, just... pal. <laughs> so, so, so help, Spider-Man. Then you get uh, the fun line that, implies yeah. that Misty Knight was in the comics before she may have been, but like all the, you know, they'd met before. He's like, That's Misty yeah. Knight, hey I know her from somewhere, but now isn't the time to think about it. And that's the one the appearance me and Carl talked about when we did a episode okay. about Misty and her first appearances, so And what was that appearance again? Was that um, Marvel Team Up thirty one or I can't even remember what issue it is, but it's like she's walking down a street and he stops her from saves her from being mugged. Okay. And yeah. you, I mean, it's just a woman with an afro, um, so it could really be anyone. Um, and she just sort of says thanks, kind of thing. So. Yeah. So the the it ends on a panel of Misty holding Danny on the ground, and she's like, "Oh no!" And uh, 
you know, it's a good shot to end on. It's a beautiful um, shot. And next, the soul-searing conclusion to Night of the Dragon, introducing the Daughters of the Dragon, who stand with Spidey against the deadly power of the Steel Serpent. Be here in 30 to discover if death be thy destiny, which is a uh, spin on the If This Be My Destiny title, that famous Spider-Man story. And if you haven't read that Spider-Man story, you should totally read it. Um, it's the one where Doc 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 Ock steals a formula to make Aunt May better. Ah, uh, I do know of the story. Spider-Man goes ballistic, and, like lifts that huge thing off him. Yeah, I'll link it in the show notes. It's a really good issue. Yeah. Um. So on to the next one because we'll cover it right now. Um. Did you want to break or anything? Or? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, cool. Um. But actually, we'll we'll talk about this issue a bit more. Afterwards, but uh, I thought it was really good. Yeah, like I it was it. had a very oh stuff is going down. You it's know, actually back to get yeah yeah you get the feeling it's working towards a conclusion. Yeah, you get the to feeling get these answers is, yeah. and you get this is the end of the road. Um, it's got a lot of weight behind it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so on to the next issue. Marvel team-up featuring Spider-Man and the Daughters of the Dragon. So this is their first issue, sort of. Um, you know, first time they've been referred to as the Daughters of the Dragon, I think. I don't know. I don't no. know that comic that me and Carl did was a Daughters of the Dragon one that was the sort of black and white one. I don't know. Wasn't that after this, though? I don't, I don't know. That's what, I, that's what I was about to say. I don't know where that comes in the... I don't remember what year it was. Um, yeah. I'm going to assume this is the first time. I mean, it's certainly the first time in in a in a proper comic that isn't kind of an anthology one. I think it probably is the first time. Yeah, I'll I'll look it up real quick. You can describe the cover. Yeah, if you want. this time we've got Spidey in the foreground, um, ducking a kick from Steel Serpent, who's dead center. Looking a little bit more unbalanced than in his fights. Colleen's parrying with her arm, one of his arms, and he's kind of punching towards Misty, who's falling off in another direction, and start lying, <laughs> lying on the floor looking at all the action in his iron fist. And they're, they're in like, they're around the buildings, and it's much more sort of, um, it's very bright and colourful. Like, really sort of popping. Yeah. Colors. Um, and Davos's colours look a bit different as well. Yeah, they do. They're definitely more saturated. Um, and uh, yeah, and that's what it says. Marvel team up featuring Spider-Man and the Daughters of the Dragon, showdown with the Steel Serpent, and it's called If Death Be My Destiny. Um, yep. It's obviously the same creator. Pretty much the same, a different letter. It's Chris Claremont, author, John Byrne, artist, Dave Hunt, Inca colorist, Bruce Patterson, letterer, and Archie Goodwin, editor. And there was only one cover artist, and that was Dave Cockrum. Okay, one. cool. That might be why some of the different style. So while you're still looking that up, um, we start with Danny in bed in the oh, costume. Done. Okay, cool. Then you can describe Yeah, this, this is their first uh, appearance as Daughters of the Dragon. Okay, cool. And oh my um, god, the so hairstyles yeah, are terrible. This technically is... I like Colleen... Oh, no. I like Come Colleen's hairstyle on the cover. On the cover, I like. I do okay. not like in the book because <laughs> it is. Misty's is definitely is, the best. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no. Um, so this is not an Iron Fist issue, I guess. Like it is, obviously, but 
the titles and stuff don't have Iron Fist in them. No, they don't. Yeah. But this, don't worry, this isn't a spin-off. This is definitely a conclusion to the Iron Fist yeah. run. Um, so, yeah, we have... Uh, looks like a Chinese picture up on in the background. Uh, I'd right, say Danny's Japanese. It looks samurai, doesn't it? It does, but I feel like this wouldn't make sense considering Danny comes from this Chinese. This is background. Colin's Colin's apartment. Oh, is it Colleen's apartment? Yeah, oh, no, it's definitely, definitely yeah. Twenty minutes like after the end of the last issue, the place Colleen's in inward apartment. Yes, yeah, definitely it's, Japanese. Yeah, then, my bad. The situation and is the, grave. How's Iron Fist doing, Doc? He's lost the will to live. So you have to guess that the woman that you have no idea who it is is a doctor. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Because there's three women. There's Misty's on the bed with Danny, sitting on the bed while Danny's lying down. There's Colleen, and there's another woman. What is going on with Colleen's hair? Why aren't even... It looks like it's just a mushroom on top of her head. (laughs) It's... It's awful. It looks it's like terrible. to make a beret. It's just a shame, because the first page is really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it just looks bad. Like, I like that apartment. Yeah, yeah. I'd live there. But, yeah. So, you know... Doctor's just saying he needs page. rest. Um, and... Yeah, the, the, the fight was... Yeah, apparently the physical damage is minimal, so he should be up and around in no time. But... Colleen points out that, you know, his spirit is the thing that's suffering, you know, and she's like, I'm a doctor, not a witch. <laughs> <laughs> so, and this is from Jaren Hogarth's harem, I'm assuming. <laughs> well, lack of a better she word, said, I mean, Colleen says thanks her. to Jaren for sending you over promptly, so from this week, we're, we, that's all the backstory we're getting on the doctor. It's, uh, yeah, you know, uh, like, I don't think it's someone we've seen again or before. Um, she says she's not a miracle worker. I'll do what I can, but he should be in hospital. Oh, her name's Alice. Says Colleen. Good night, Alice. Yeah. Um, and the Spider Man's like, it's kind of silly to worry about on his secret identity when his life is on the line. It's like, well, you're one to talk. Right? That's the most hypocritical it's... thing he said in a oh. long time. It's like, come on, Spider Man. You protect it for everything. And he's and then Colin goes, It's not your choice to make, hero and Spider Man's like, Is it yours, Colin? And she just goes, Yes. <laughs> yeah. I like it. It's no nonsense. It's like, yeah, currently it is uh, my choice. That, you know, like get, uh, being a cheeky monkey. And we get some lovey dovey stuff with Misty. He's like, he's oh, taking I'm so his mask off. You know, well she's about a guy I thought I'd break up with <laughs> Yeah, and considering the first time it's I saw really you, I'm just nice. trying to bust your head open. Don't listen to don't listen to Connor, it's sweet. She hasn't seen him for a long time, and she's just run away from her undercover job to uh, save his life. You, she, not you, but you force me to choose between your friendship and us. And it's like that was not a thing. He didn't force her to do anything. We can go back to that issue now. She makes him choose, and he's like, "I'm not going to let my matter. friend die." As she's saying, "I can't hate you, Danny. I love you." His hand starts to tremble to life to reach out for hers. And then he's all smiley. And he's like, Misty, I know how you feel. Part of me's always known because I felt the same way. It matters so much because it's like, how can you not 
like Danny just wanted to save his friend from dying, and she's like chucking a tantrum, and then she just leaves. Like she was the one making him choose, and he just says he's not going to let his friend die, and she's still holding that against him. Like, no, she's <sighs> talking about what happened. And he yeah, says, well, I, mean, "I need you, Misty. I love you." His choice, Connor. His choice. It till you force me to choose between your friendship and us and my principles. That never happened. It was all her. Um, we're moving on. He loves her. Oh, God, I en- don't. Enjoy the love declaration. While Colleen's getting rid of Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, so Spider-Man fills in... Uh, well, no, he doesn't, actually. Um, <laughs> she asks, but he doesn't really answer. So, yeah. He's like, you're being pretty cold. I thought Iron Fist is your friend. He's that and more, but I'm a professional one. And when I'm working, emotions only get in the way. Misty could learn from that before blowing her cover. So could Danny, um, frankly. Well, I mean... He's re- not the least emotional of guys. Yeah, but one of the things that Danny was getting kicked for is thinking of what Spider-Man would say. Does that count yeah, as a He's also a bit of a dork. But like, I wonder what Spider-Man would say right now. Oh, oh quick, mm-hmm. I better make a joke so I impress Spider-Man in my head. Mm-hmm. Bless him. We love him. And she makes Spider-Man take his shoes off. Well, she tells him to, but he's like, oh, I've got a better idea, I'll just go up on the ceiling. Oh, yeah, good point. And Colin's like, cute. <laughs> so he fills um, Colin in on what happened, and yeah. that essentially gives us a two-panel recap of the last issue. And essentially, yeah, it just means that Steel Seven has stolen the power of the Iron Fist from Danny, and with it, his chi, his immortal soul... And because of that, Iron Fist is slipping away. And Misty's holstering her gun again, getting it back on, so she's obviously getting ready to... Then what's with the cannon, lady? Well, we're in New York. She's <laughs> 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 like a private eye hero. A gun's a tool of the trade. You ready, Cole? So obviously, like, properly ready to ditch Spidey at any second. <laughs> yeah... I mean, but, if he's not careful, get used as a baseball bat again. Well, yeah, and it would hurt them more than it would hurt Iron Fist. And he's yeah. like, but, like, you can't go after Scarface, you're crazy. Um, like, uh, and Colin's like, it's Iron Fist's only hope, Spidey. We've got to bring him and the Steel Serpent together and try and reverse the process. So that's their plan. Yeah. Reverse the polarity of the neutron flow. <laughs> yeah, well, it's always um, a plan. <laughs> Reversing polarity is always the best plan. Yeah. Um, you know. But the Spider-Man yeah. works out that this might not be the best plan because if yeah. Steel Serpent's thought about it at all, his next thing is to to kill Iron Fist, make sure he's not alive. Yeah. yeah he recognises Davos as the type of guy who would do that, just yeah. come back and kill them. Um, and he's like, I think it'll take more than a pop gun and a king-sized steak knife to stop him. The power, it feels so good within me. As I always knew it would. And once I've slain Iron Fist, it will be mine for all time. I, the outlast of Kumun, will become invincible. So now we finally get Davos' backstory. Yep. Even after more than 20 years, the name still sears his soul. That's the name of Outcast. He's yep. like, it wasn't always that way. He was the firstborn son of Kung the Thunderer. And from the very beginning, Davos knew he'd be marked from greatness. And we've got, like, um, various ages of him and the snake around the post. 
Um, that Danny stole the crown from. In fact, there was a whole story behind that snake, which we talked about in the first episode. Mm -hmm. I'll link the first episode as well, because we go heavily into, like, what every name means in Kumbh and stuff like that. So instead of going over that again here, because, like, I'd I'd be hard-stretched without my notes to remember properly, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, this is Davos going through Iron Fist training, where he steals the crown from the King of Servants. Yeah. Um, He goes through all the trainings in the... um and he said, in all of Kunlun, only one man was his equal, Wendell Rankai, the firstborn son of Tuan, who was then UT, the August personage Jade. One of them, Wendell Rat Davos, would face Shaolu. Shulao. Shulao. Uh, and that one was going to be determined by test of combat. And when the test was over, um, and you see uh, Wendell has the upper hand. Uh, he's telling Davos to yield. And Davos is like, never! Yeah, Davos's dream is to become the Iron Fist. Like his yeah. dad wanted it for him as well, but um, you know, Davos refuses to yield here. And UT, and we should point out that this is like this is the UT that adopted Wendell Rand. Yeah. Um, this is the one before the current one, who's you know, Jack. Uh, and, you know, this current UT goes enough. The Yama Kings and I, the Dragon Kings, have no wish to see a warrior of Kunlun being tall pop because his pride will let, not let him admit defeat. Wendell Rankai is victor here. He has earned the right to face Shaolau. You have fought well, Davos. Be content with... No! <laughs> and Lei Kung goes, Davos, be silent. The duel cannot end. I still stand. You don't. You do this only because Wendell Rankai is your son. And Lei Kung's like, Davos, of... be silent! Silence will not change the truth. The truth is that you were fairly beaten and that your words are shameless all. This is also Anthony Mundine's origin story. Um... <laughs> But, yeah. So, Davos uh, got sent to the Tower of Meditation, but instead, he trekked out uh, of the Eternal City towards the towering uh, scarpment, you know, like the big wall of mountains and stuff. Uh, Shelton and where Shulau Kundin. is, yeah, basically. He's yeah. to the, the cave. And outside of this wall is, like, a bunch of scary plant monsters, so... Yeah, which we're yeah. never going to pronounce. <laughs> I've always, I've already said, any participation in this podcast means not having to pronounce their name. So, yeah. scary plant monsters is all you'll get out of me. So, Davos goes, Archaic one, hear the words of Davos, son of, like, Lake Hunger Thunderer. Face me if you dare, for I have come to take your heart. For a moment there was silence. And then with the speed of thought, the ancient dragon appeared and attacked. Ah! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Comes out of the thing and strikes. Davos immediately. Um, Shaolau Drake drew first blood, marking Davos with a scar he would wear till the day he died. But Davos knew the dragon's secret. He used his body to block the power flowing from Shaolau's heart within the chamber to the dragon brand on its sinuous body. Now, Danny had to figure that out by himself because he didn't know yeah. he fought the dragon. Um... But he couldn't hold on long enough. The pain was too great. The dragon looked at him a moment, contempt in its great golden eyes. So he was too weak to hold on, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and then it was gone. Wei Kung found him weeping in the snow and took him home without a word. And then you see uh, Wendell and the current UT standing next to each other. But, yeah. like, you know, before he's the current UT. Yeah. Him in line with Still looks like a jerk. Yeah. Well, he's got that. He's got that jerk goatee. Yeah, 
Um, and, uh, yeah, Wendell strangely did not challenge the dragon. But when Kunlun had next appeared on Earth and Twan had banished Davos to Earth till the end of time for his sacrilege, Wendell had followed for reasons of his own. Since then, Twan had died, Wendell's brother succeeding him as UT. Wendell had sired a son and died. That son had become Iron Fist, and Davos had watched, waited, watched, and planned. Now, we don't really get Wendell's motivations until way later. Yeah. <laughs> like, Immortal, I'm pretty sure, is when we find out why he left. Yeah, that's, yes, definitely is. Um, but um, at least, but, but I mean, this is giving us the potted summary of Davos, I guess, so they're not oh, going to yeah, delve definitely. into it. But I mean, the nice thing is, what a hook for Immortal to be able to pick up later. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's stuff here that Immortal does pick up on, which is really nice. Yeah. Um, especially, like, the... Because they never really explain how Wendell ended up being the son of UT. Yeah, all of that uh, is going to become a lot clearer. So anything that sounds yeah. a bit odd here, um, that's why. Yeah, I'll link I'll link the uh, Plant People episode in the show notes as well, because that does go into the whole Wendell. They are really Kumbh important as well. Thing. They just... Yeah. I just don't like so, <laughs> so, uh yeah, Davos has finished reminiscing, and now he's going to maniacally, Hear me, Wendell Wren, you thrice-damned shade. You sought to cheat me in my heart's desire, but you failed. The Iron Fist is mine, and before the night has ended, your cursed half-breed human son will join you in the land of the dead. I mean, it's interesting that he keeps calling Danny half-breed, because, I don't know. Hmm. It's not because really... That means he's acknowledging but Wendell he's, as. It's an it's an, in, it's a, it's an interesting insult. Yeah, because uh, both his parents mother, are white. She's not. No. Yeah. She's not from Cumberland. Wendell no. was adopted into Cumberland, yeah. but you know but he wasn't it, a native. No, and it, I mean, yeah, all it can mean is that Davos is accepting that adoption as. Um, but it's an interesting thing because usually people throw insults like that about a kind of racial. And racially, Danny is all white in the comments. Yeah. So, I'm just saying. But it's now, what, the third time he's called him it, so... Yeah, yeah. And it could also be, like, you know, we don't know what... Because, as I said, the Wendell bit is a bit unexplained in this series, so maybe... It, it could be that they had all kinds of things planned for it, especially um, yeah. in relation to what, what we find out about other family things later. Um so this could be a hook that they're also dropping that that then came to nothing, but yeah. we can we can accept that he ex that I mean he talked about Wendell being adopted into into um, yeah. Kunlun life. So great art all throughout this, by the way. Very, it's really is still very color saturated right through though. It's much brighter than the previous issue, even though it's all still happening at night. You reckon? Uh, well, it looks like it on this rooftop they're on. It looks like a nighttime scene. I want to make the yeah. art in the um, flashbacks. It was in really the good. Yeah, it is, but if you, um, yeah, it is. But the the dragon is super saturated colour. Yeah. Not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. I really like it's, the it's dragon, really, though, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really... And it's one of the... I mean, you can really see the dragon brand on the on the dragon, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So like you yeah. can't always see that in the art when they do Shulao. Yeah. So um, I really like it. But yeah, Davos is up like doing his. He's maniacally yelling and his baddie yeah. rant. 
And, and he's like, hey, yeah. Twinkle Teeth, cool it with the yelling. So Spider-Man can hear him just yelling on top of yeah. his roof. And obviously thinks he's he has nice himself. sparkly teeth. So, you know. Yeah. And Spider-Man webs him in the back. Thwap. I've been grabbed. Spider-Man, how blindingly perceptive of you, Scarface. In about three seconds, you're going to get punched as well. And uh, Spider-Man misses. And Spider-Man notes, I underestimated his speed. I keep thinking of him as a normal guy. I'm unconsciously pulling my punches. I've got a feeling that's a mistake. I'm not sure Spider-Man would really be able to take a fight with Davos anyway, but who knows, because he does have the spider senses. He has spider food. He does, but do we think he could take Danny? Um... I think at this point it'd be a pretty even match. Yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, Spider-Man's pretty good. Like, oh no, he's great. That's why he's lasted so long. He's got, he's got such yeah. a, he's got a nice. Like um, he, having the spider the, the, sense and the athleticism. Yeah, and, if it comes to him fighting Danny, it's yeah. gonna come down to the spider sense and the fact that he's superhuman. Like the spider and the, sense and is the iron fist. I mean, it depends when yeah. Danny, when Danny deploys the iron fist. Like if he does That's it just true. to get out of webbing, it's kind of pointless. But if you can. And they the briefly one... fought in uh, the old team up. Yeah, but we did the when we did when we were doing the previous issues when he's up in the ice, he was pretty good at yeah. like um, picking his time to hit. Then wasn't he when he was all drugged? Yeah, and he, so I think he could possibly use that against the spiders. Who knows? I think it'll be pretty even. Yeah. I think you're right. I think yeah, I think Iron Fist these days would beat him. Well, actually, it depends on the rider, I guess. Yeah. Because yeah, I can't add, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, Spider-Man and Davos are fighting. Spider-Man gets thrown off the roof. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and Spider-Man just, like, sort of agile. He does, like, a Mario hop down the two buildings. Yeah. Um, he's a good kung fu as Shang-Chi. He'd have to be able to take on, he'd have to be to be able to take on Iron Fist, which makes this clown something special. And deadly in his own way, as any goon I've ever faced. So, as of right now, the kid gloves come off. And, uh, he's, you know, he's saying out loud, sure hope the girls have stayed inside. Because Scarface is way out of their league. Um, and I originally thought he was, like, deliberately being stupid, but it turns out he wasn't. No, he's just And then he gets kicked in the head. Yeah, I thought it yeah. was like a ploy or something, and then it just wasn't the well, that's what he says, the spider sense didn't give him quite enough warning. <laughs> yeah. But he also gets a massive whacking on the next panel, so gives him a punch to mm. the jaw. <sighs> and Davos is like, I've never felt such a blue, but he's charging his iron fist up, and Spider-Man's take the hit, why don't you fall down? And, um... <laughs> <laughs> and Davos is like, your taunts will not save you. And you see Misty's hand come out and grab Davos's wrist and says, it ain't we... Webhead who's going to need saving chump, it's you. Can we note the Spider-Man pun as he punches Davos? Stick it up your forbidden city, Misty. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um... So Misty's got him in her bionic arm. She swings him against a wall. Um, and says, take him, Colleen. And Colleen's saying, my pleasure, Miss Knight. Let's see if a and lady she... samurai can finish the job. 
Yeah, she notes that she needs him alive, otherwise she wouldn't be using a scabbarded sword. Um, otherwise you just kill him. And I'm like, yeah, it's a good idea, but they do need him alive, yeah. so... Yeah. And Spidey's so back like, on the game. I'm going to web <laughs> him before move. someone kills him, yeah. Yeah, and then he webs Colleen's sword. Yes, because Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> Given me the opening I need, woman. <laughs> and that's not a gift I would use. And he just oh. smacks Colleen in the face. Um, Davos gets the well, best comment, yeah. yeah. And this is odd. Farewell, Daughters of the Dragon. Haha. <laughs> With an ally like Spider-Man, you have little need of enemies. And I just want to like, so he's given them the name, Daughters of the Dragon, it I guess. It looks like it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's the closest closest reference he has to women yeah. fighting, because we, 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 we know they're treated like delicate flowers in Kudlun. Yeah. Maybe so. it's just his version of a lame insult, but... Um, <laughs> And Davos is just sprinting towards the forest. In that forest, with his skills, he could lose us in no time. And if we went in after him, he could pick us off one by one. Um, you go... He says, gotta <laughs> hand it to those girl yeah. oh, ladies. <laughs> they sure can handle themselves in a fight. <laughs> yes, they can, Spidey. Spidey swings up behind Davos, thwacks him in the back of the head. Uh, it says, heads up, Sir P. This ruckus ain't over yet. You've got to give the man credit for trying hard. Um, and and Spidey's thinking, like, like Spidey speed, I love you. <laughs> a fraction slower than that haymaker would have connected. And it just, like, explodes this rock. Yeah. Um, but now that Scarface is off balance, you've got a chance to learn a few haymakers. And they start, you know, punch him in the back of the head. Everyone loves pinching him in the back of the head. There's a issues. lot of head fights here, uh, yeah. So now they're fighting on the softball, baseball pitch. And now it looks like a baseball pitch, yeah. Um, yeah. And Davos pins Spider-Man in. He's got his both fists. Everyone turned somewhere. Yeah. I've so, have you hero hemmed in by the baseball backstop. You're trapped. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. I can't jump the fence from this angle. If I try to climb it, he'll just smash the whole thing down. And yeah. And then uh, Danny comes in as Davos is ready as iron fists. Neither Davos for you won't harm Spider-Man until you finish with me. But when I left you, you're as good as dead. And then Spider-Man kicks him in the back of the head. Yeah. Back of the head again. <laughs> and, and then, then he... But then Davos whacks Spider-Man as well. Pretty much just swats him away like a fly. Yeah. Uh, and they start fighting again. Yep. And uh, you can't keep dodging me forever. I'm at the peak of my form despite this evening's battles. While you are but a shadow of your former self. Sooner or later, you'll make a mistake. And uh, Iron Fist is, you know, he's pointing out that he's on his last reserves, but somehow Davos keeps missing. As if Davos is forgetting all his skill and training and becoming no more than a human battering ram. Um, so, you know, we go back to Spider-Man. Yeah, the guys. they're all just watching the fight, basically. Yeah, they're not saying anything particularly interested. No. Um, yeah, so... Although, well, I guess, Colleen I guess, does yeah, get Misty a little and, interesting comment in here when she's like, I have a special Spider-Man kind wanna, of rapport with Iron Fist. They want to get involved, and Colleen's like, no. No, yeah. Um, she's like, yeah. You know, they've got to duke feels. it out. Yeah, they've got to do the fight properly, and you see Daddy kicking Davos in the head. Yeah, she says, 
being Iron Fist is more than wearing a fancy costume and having a fist that glows in the dark. It's an ideal, a dream. It's believing in a code of honour and tradition that's lasted a million years. Don't you see? Iron Fist has to prove, here and now, to himself, more than anyone, that he is worthy of his name and all that goes with it. What if he loses, says Spider-Man? He'll still be dead, Colleen. Then at least he'll have died with honour. So it was good to get a comment like that, because, you know... I think that that, that may be something we get in the show. Like, yeah, you know, for all the other things, let's let's remember that kind of being. It's more than a fancy costume, costume and a glowing fist and the centuries of tradition. Bastards! <laughs> <laughs> like, shut up. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they so they decide not to do anything, and uh, Danny and Davos keep fighting. And Davos is Iron Fist Glow's just getting bigger and bigger each panel. Now it's completely enveloping him, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the glow, it's reaching up Davos' arms, burning away his costume. It's like the times I've used the Iron Fist to heal my wounds, only with Davos, power's like a wild thing. Instead of curing him, it's feeding on him. So he's being kind of, like, devoured mm-hmm. by this power, this chi that he can't control. And Danny the kind Iron of Fist, is working out what's going on all the time. Yeah, he says, The Iron Fist is a force of will. The power of Shalau can be shaped by the warrior who possesses it, but above all, it has to be controlled. Davos has forgotten that, if he ever knew, and now the power is turning on him, consuming him. And Danny tries to help him, and he gets him in the bear hug to absorb the power. Um, and Davos says, You're not taking my power, I won't let you all. You get the brightest aging comment. Yeah, this one, like, psychedelic colours. Yeah, and Danny, uh, and uh, it seems impossible that anyone could have survived the hot. They loved using that, the Holocaust. Yeah. Yet amid a fifty-foot circle of charred and broken earth, wow! So they just completely burned the earth. Yeah. Uh, a figure stares and rises, his right hand glowing with the power of the Iron Fist. So Iron Fist is standing up, all tattered. His costume all tattered and slightly, stuff. And in, slightly aflame. Yeah. You know. It's misty. And, uh, yeah, return once more to its rightful master. So Iron Fist is back with the Iron Fist. And then we get that famous... Is it a famous panel? Well, it's a panel it's I a see very, a It's a very um, famous panel. Misty it- rushes into his arms, and for these two, no more words are necessary, and they kiss. Ta-da. Yeah, continue. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just enjoying the kiss for a little moment. Um, That's why it's so famous. It's famous because of the no more words are necessary. That you know the whole kind of trope of the relief of the kiss at the end. Um, and then Spider-Man, because he's a dork, decides to butt in and says, "Hey, uh, Iron Fist, I hate to intrude. I hope you, uh, excuse me, ask me what happened." Um, and Iron Fist, what the Steel Serpent? To the Steel Serpent, the Iron Fist happened. <laughs> Spider-Man's like. Oh, that explains everything. We're all thinking it. We're all thinking it. Yeah. Um, and Danny's like, strangely enough, it does. He wanted the Iron Fist more than life itself without really knowing what it was. Uh, when, when we thought he forgot who he was, what he was, and all that mattered was killing me any way he could. He unleashed the Iron Fist, but he couldn't control it. Uh, he said, power this great is often its own judge during execution. A steel serpent wasn't worthy of the Iron Fist, and he's paid the price. And Misty's like, come on, hotshot, you're still hurt. We best get you home and into bed. Oh! And there's like a shot of uh, this like little smouldering 
Like, yeah, little, Thing like, fiery, like gleaming It implies that's, like, the remains of Davos, essentially, <laughs> just being burnt to that little Chris. He'll be back, but not for a while. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then Misty, this is Misty going into this continuity. Yeah. Like, Spider-Man's like, oh, Misty, you know, something's been bugging me. Uh, you know, I'm sure we've met before. And she's like, I was wondering when you asked. A few Christmas Eves ago, I was jumped on by muggers on my way to a party. You and some dude in a flying bathtub took care of them for me. <laughs> uh, and then they all laugh as they wander off, and finally there's Here's only the... silence. Here's the dude in the flying bathtub. I can't remember. I like, wish I could. I only read it a few months ago. There's a bit too many ago. characters that fit that description. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But now we have the epilogue, yeah. opening with an awesome panel of Kumlun and the mountains behind it. Yeah. Um, uh, nestled in a high mountain valley on an earth that is both like and unlike our own stands the immortal city of Kunlun. To some, it is the abode of the gods. To others, the embodiment of a dream. To a very few, it is simply home. And as in homes everywhere, there are fathers and sons, births and deaths, love and hate. And it's like, it shows the scrying emerald that UT used a lot to spy on Danny when he was being a nefarious jerk. Um, but Lei Kung is sitting in UT's office and using the Scrying Emerald. And grief, even in an immortal city, men grieve for those they have loved and lost. And UT walks in, and Lei Kung goes, My lord, forgive me, UT, I did not mean to intrude on your inner sanctum. I know what has happened, Thunderer. I am truly sorry for your son's death. I wish... I wish so much. Only now it's too late for wishing. I am old before my time, my friend, and I am alone. That choice was yours, Dragon Lord, and I have paid for it. I looked at your son, at Steel Surfer, and I saw myself. I too hated and feared Iron Fist. At times I even wished him dead. Because I thought that one day he would return to Kunlun and take from me my heart's desire. And then we have a, like, this last panel is awesome. Um... Like, it's just the, the two of their silhouettes in, like, this window of Kunlun and, uh, you know, showing the mountains again on the outside. Um, and UT continues, I must have been mad to have known Daniel Rand for half his life and yet not know the boy at all. His life is bound to earth. Kunlun, all we are, all we represent, is to him no more than a dream. Perhaps my lord, but he is an immortal son of an immortal city and both our stories are far from ended. Finn! I think it's a really nice note to end on. I do, I love it. It's a nice um, it's, vlog. It's kind of, like, sentimental, but at the same time, it's kind of like, you know... There's more UT still seems like yeah. a jerk. <laughs> yeah, well... Because he's like, oh, you know... Because he's saying, like, oh, I would, you know, shouldn't have hated him and stuff, but he's saying, like, well, I don't need to him because he's not going to come back to Kumon. So it's like, well, if he was going to come back to Kumon, would you try and kill him again, or...? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> What would you do? Um, How would you greet him? And then, you know, that, 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 this stuff is more explored in Immortal Iron Fist. It's explored a bit in Power Man and Iron Fist as well, but like, from what I remember, the Kunlun stuff in Power Man and Iron Fist, you could like skip that and miss pretty much nothing. Uh, um, like, a... it was important when it was done, but like later stuff just never references it. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's, it's, it's all, it's all in the anniversary issues. It's in issue 75 and issue 100. So it's all very sort of feels like comic annuals, you know, like it's nice and they yeah. put on a bit of a thing, but they're kind of going back there for the sake of going back there because it's an anniversary, not because it was needed in the story at the time. Immortal, obviously, like, 
kind of serves as a sequel to this run. I mean, there's some interesting uh, stuff in there with that gem and him meeting the the wolf woman, and there's stuff like that I quite like that ties back into the into his origin. Um, from Pam it's important enough, I think we'll cover it. Yeah, but I we mean, might, just, we might we'll just select the, the issues. Well, we'll cover like those two. Yeah, before sure. we cover more, right? but like, I'll yeah. But as for the rest, I think we'll just yeah we'll cover like the start of Pam and Iron Fist, and we'll just you know and maybe go just back some of, like, how the, we'll yeah we'll do the how heroes to hire heroes for hire gets uh, yeah yeah gets connected and then like pick and choose some favorite issues once we but we'll do both the anniversary the yeah. and, and obviously the final one because you know it's important. Uh, yeah. hey, oh, you might as well. Think it's important. I'd, well, we can do it along with some of the Namor run maybe. Story-wise, yeah. it's... In- I mean, it is... <laughs> I don't know. I think it is kind of important. Yeah, it is a bit. It's more part yeah. of its history, I guess. Never... Yeah. Anyway, it's... um, that was the end of the Iron Fist run. Hooray! So, uh... Yeah, it, it ended on a really good note. It, like, concluded the story, but it said, you know, it left room for more to come. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, uh, Davos, really good villain, really good backstory... Uh, the art was great for these two issues and for the whole run. Like, oh, this is, um, I mean, I might change my mind once I read Immortal again, but right now the Marvel premiere run is my favorite run of Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, probably the, the John Byrne, Chris Clement runs probably tied with, uh, the Immortal Iron Fist run for me in second place. Um, right. you know, uh, I'm really dig this stuff. I Immortal's always going to be my favorite. I think. Just like it how feels it's, good to, yeah. I I like how it's framed. I like I you know it's mm. like I like the art in it consistently. Um, it doesn't have that kind of slightly off-putting thing of reading the seventies comics. Um, because you know I love I love the Marvel premiere and I love this run, the Iron Fist run, but um, Immortal Iron Fist just adds so much of the you know, oomph to the, 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 you know, so much of the background to the immortal cities and the, I, 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 I don't know. I think that one will always, that will always be the one, and it's, it's generally the one you recommend to new people. Mm. You know, regardless of, I guess, if you prefer these ones, I, I'd say you'd still, if somebody said what Iron Fist I mean, read, you'd still give, say go immortal. Do we have immortal Iron Fist a lot of credit for coming out with all that extended background and stuff? But like. You know, they built on the foundation, which was there, like, which used a lot of, you know, Chinese mythology. It used the Lost Horizon stuff, like the of original Of course it did, but, it, but, it, uh, but if you're reading a run of Iron Fist, it's nice to have the extra background. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I think these are really great runs for 70s comics. But, um... And, and, and I, I honestly think they're great runs and great stories. But... The, I guess the nice thing about Immortal is it doesn't have to do any Monsters of the Week kind of thing. Yeah. It it, it it's kind of you don't have them fighting, and and that's one thing that you can miss because it means it's less of a superhero comic because it is less of a superhero comic yeah. and more of a but more de- in depth into Iron Fist. So uh, well, that, that's why I liked the yeah. Marvel premiere one because that and, wasn't really a superhero and that's, comic. And that's that why the... that's why I wouldn't argue against it against whichever one it's going to be a preference but i think the reason i'd recommend I, the immortal one is because of the slightly more modern arts which for a mm. 
general person coming new to comics eye is less jarring than looking at some of the sexist yeah. stuff. <laughs> Sorry, along with some of the sort of slightly sexist language and blah 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 blah. Um, I I think it's an easier entrance for Iron Fist now, but I would definitely, I mean, I've definitely said to people, then go back and read Marvel Premiere Iron Fist and only bits of Power Man and Iron Fist. So, I mean, it's it, you're not talking about it by massive margin. I just think it's the most accessible run. Yeah. To a modern I always, reader. I always, like, even if I think they'll enjoy the modern run more, I'll always point them to at least the first two Marvel Premiere issues. Just because that covers the origin, really. Um, yeah. Even though, like, Captain, that Joker guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I love that. But I, mean, I do love that. But, um, you know, but they, there is the origin of Danny Rand as part of Immortal as well, where he's, like, heavily just copies entire pages from that. <clears throat> like I said, it's always going to be a preference thing. I, I, the, yeah. one, the one that I would never say to, like, read straight away is Living Weapon. Oh, yeah, well, that, that relies on, like, it relies on past a lot. knowledge. Yeah, um, I, I I think I referred that as to an advanced science fist reading when I was talking to yeah. people the other week. I was like, because somebody's recommending it and saying, oh, there's a new version coming. And I was like, D- do not read that first. Like, honestly, you will have very little idea what's going on and you won't get any yeah. of the emotional like ramifications of it either. Yeah. Because um, it is a pretty deep delve into this different part of, of the sort of Iron Fist yeah. world, which is why I'm looking forward to seeing what, what Carrie Andrews does next with it. So, yeah. But yeah, I mean, and, and it looks like the new Ed Brisson comic is going to have, it's going to be sort of, it's going to be the first time we've got sort of new um, new background mm. to some of these sort of immortal cities and mysticism. So it's kind of exciting, but a little bit, in you know, you know, you, half of you thinks, well, I've, we've we've had it all now, haven't we? And then, but 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 yeah, it's kind of nice. Iron Fist hasn't been in that spotlight where they'd allowed to yeah. build on that that part of the mythology before, because the Carrie Andrews one is a very inward-looking stuff about Danny. Yeah, it's very like pretty much very first two issues, yeah. first two or three issues of the Immortal Run, just like <laughs> dissects the crap out of them. Um, yeah, and then this, and, like the and then. The Ed Brisson one looks like it's going to be, well, what other things are in the world that could interact with these immortal iron fists and other yeah. immortal weapons? And, and it looks like kind of cool. I mean, the art looks amazing, so we're, we're very excited. Mm. I know oh, that art. looks so good, the art, yeah. yeah. Mike Perkins representing, I should, uh, let's name the artist. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> so, um, um, who I have currently asked if they will do a commission for me, so we will see. Ooh, not yeah. a lion fist. Well. So, yeah, uh, I guess. So, what did you think of the last two issues concluding the story? I love story? I love everything to do with Davos and Danny together. Is I yeah. find it. I, I mean, I honestly do that. It 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 brings me joy to see anything to do with Lakeung, Davos, Danny. I think they're great stories. Um, often quite simply told, but they're the stories that we tell over and over again. They're the sort of Shakespearean. Yeah, grew up, yeah, grew up, grew up like a brother. Grew to hate him. Rivalry. Yeah. Um. Then revisits it on the next generation who doesn't know what the hell's going on. Um. You know, people who are worthy, who are unworthy. It. It. it and it, it still works. Yeah, it hits everything. I mean, like, well, it's, uh, it definitely still works. I mean, one of the one of the most anticipated comics that Marvel are writing at the moment is Unworthy Thor. 
um, because we're about to find out what made him unworthy. It's like these are all the things we want to know. I mean, it's, it's tales that hit on the sort of what makes one person a better hero than another, what makes one person worthy of the Iron Fist and another person not, whose fighting well, skill is almost that, as good. So It's probably that he let Chris Hemsworth play him in a movie. No, no, well, I don't think he... I don't <laughs> doubt very much the actual Thor had anything to do with it. But it would be very funny yeah, if that was the answer. Like, <laughs> uh, um, Yeah, no, I, I agree with you on those points. I, I, I think... <sighs> And it has a famous Misty Smooch. So is that not because it's, like, interracial? I thought that was, like, why it was famous. Well, it is one of the... I think, look, that is one of the reasons it's famous. It's um, it's a huge deal at the time. Um, And, you know, not that that unrecently either. But um, I think think it's the way it's framed. It's like you've got this massive fight to the death. She's, She's just risked her life to come back to him. He's risked his life to do all this other stuff. And they kind of see each other, and in that moment, all they can do is kiss. And I think it's like... Yeah, there it's is, the first there, time they do it Yeah, well. it's, that, it's that big sweeping... And, and, and even the, the caption is like, for these two, no words are necessary anymore. It's just everything about that is framed as a sort of grand romantic gesture um, yeah. that, that doesn't touch on any of the interracial stuff, which is a big deal, but is better for not being commented on or for anyone Oh else. yeah, definitely. I mean like for, um, for for anybody else commenting on it. It's it's one of the nice things about the comic is is nobody I mean in fact if Luke, it was done Luke, like Marvel Cage, today you'd yeah. have a bunch of red arrows pointing at them on the Possibly, page. Going, hey you, look I mean look. <laughs> I, I think I think Luke Cage gets more hassle for hanging out with Danny than um, Misty ever does because he gets called an Oreo <laughs> quite often and, and says that he's more <laughs> interested I mean he does, he gets he gets um well, not quite often, uh, but there's definitely a comic where he, they're like, you're hanging out with these white people too much, and um, and and Misty doesn't get that, which is um, refreshing for the yeah. comic. You know, like, I, I, there's just there's just something about that moment, and that's why that kiss of theirs, because there's plenty of kisses of theirs in the comic, but there is a reason why that one's shared the most. Well, for me, Danny and Davos is romantic. Uh, Waltz. Oh, that Waltz, that was beautiful. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna start a new meme about that. They, oh, God. They, I'm, I'm stealing your chi as I hug you close to my chest. <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's like, but I, and I also love that the first thing that goes is always their costume. Oh, it's burning his costume off. Of course it is. You know, not his skin, but his costume. Like, um, you got to get that Bruce Lee action in. Yeah, yeah. I think we talked about this last time, actually. In the, well, yeah. in the Sabretooth issue. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's an awful well, lot of uh, manly hugging. This has turned out to be a pretty long episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys enjoyed the run, the first yeah. run with us, because uh, we enjoyed covering it. It was a shame Carl couldn't make it for the end, but, well, he was I'm very sure present he throughout. Be back uh, to some of the others. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, now, you can pick up these two issues in the uh, epic collection, The Fury of Iron Fist. Um, that's probably a... If you want the whole run, if you want everything we've covered, that's your cheapest bet. You can also get it in Marvel Masterworks, Iron Fist Volume 2. Uh, probably a bit more expensive. It's in the Iron Fist Essentials, which is all black and white, but those are more expensive now. They're originally like the cheap option, but now they're gone up in price because they're out of print. Uh, Epic Collection is your best bet. Obviously, you can buy the individual issues for varying prices off eBay and stuff. I can't imagine they would be hugely expensive. It's definitely on Marvel Unlimited if you've got Marvel Unlimited. Yeah. They they, bumped, they pushed all the Iron Fist stuff on there. 
uh, as the TV show was starting to be filmed. So yeah, that too, and I'm sure it's in a Marvel team up collection somewhere. Um, I'm not quite sure though. But yeah, so uh, next in terms of chronology and stuff, we will be doing the forming of the Heroes for Hire with Power Man and Iron Fist, and then probably doing like a couple of issues in that run, but then going to Immortal Iron Fist, or well, actually going to all the in between Iron Fist stuff. Yeah. With all his various solo issues. Some are good, some are eh. Yeah. But uh, it's going to be a while before we get to that stuff because the show's coming out very soon. Uh, next episode will be uh, our little What You Need to Know About Iron Fist. And I know we just covered the entire first run, but this will be more like summarizing his origins, anything important that came in, you know, Immortal Iron Fist and stuff like that. So And any concerns uh, uh, and... Yes, stuff. and the second half of that episode will be, like, feedback... Um, you know, for, from you guys, you know, give, yeah, please give us your concerns, your hopes, what you think about the show so far, uh, you know, all, all that good stuff. Send us email, um, send us Twitter messages, whatever, uh, just send us stuff and we will respond and we'll talk about our thoughts and stuff as well. And yeah, so that will be next week's episode. Um, yeah. And then after that, we'll be talking about the show. We're not going to do every episode of the show because it's already podcast dedicated to that. Um, I know they don't read Iron Fist comics, but you know we're we're an Iron Fist podcast. We got a lot of ground to cover. I don't feel like falling behind thirteen weeks <laughs> no, no. Uh, on all the other comics coming out. So we'll do one or two episodes about the show, and uh, yeah, and me and Rebecca will also be appearing on another podcast as well, talk about the show. So we'll link that when that pops okay. up. I'll um, tell you that a bit more at the time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, you have anything to add? No, nope, I'm done. I'm like, I'm sure they're all sick of hearing from me in the last few weeks. So, <laughs> I'm sure they're more sick of me. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Until next time, may your stolen iron fist be like unto a thing of iron as it devours your arm. Um, and take care. <laughs> yeah. Peace. Iron Fist and all other characters in these comics are properties of Marvel and Disney, and any music or images we use belong to their respective copyright holders, and we do this for fun, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at sonsofthedragonpodcast at gmail.com. Just send us mail, comments, thoughts, send us anything you want really, even if it's not about Iron Fist, um, and if you don't want it read out on the air, just mention that. Um, you can also reach us at Facebook. The Immortal Iron Fist Podcast, Sons of the Dragon. Our Twitter, at Iron Fist Podcast. Our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com forward slash Sons of the Dragon with hyphens where the spaces are. Our YouTube, Connor Carl. Just search Iron Fist Podcast on YouTube and you'll find us real quick. And then there's our WordPress, Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Iron Fist Podcast.wordpress.com. We are also on iTunes. Feel free to rate us there if you rate us less than five stars. Well, just tell us what we're doing wrong and we'll try and improve that. And last but not least, we are on Podcast Garden in the literature section. And thanks to Thomas Tissot for the theme song at the start. And thanks.